Good morning, everyone. This is Bob McGee inside the lab for Formula 4 Media, and I'm at Sourcing at Magic in Las Vegas speaking with Mr. Patrick Clark, president of Next Wave uh, from Buford, Georgia, and we're here at the Apparel Micro Factory on the show floor. Uh, good morning, Patrick. Good morning. Maybe you could first tell us a little bit about your company, Next Wave, and what you do before we start talking about the uh, Micro Factory here. Next Wave is an integrator. We've, we've uh, put together uh, an integration uh, consortium of uh, technology partners to form the microfactory. The apparel microfactory is, is a concept of um, design, print, uh, fixation, automatic cutting, automatic sewing to produce an on-demand apparel micro factory that can be placed in any location. It fits in a truck, it, it, uh, it can be installed within two days, and you could be producing as many as um, uh, 5,000 units a, a week or 100,000 units a day. Totally scalable. And the concept is that uh, uh, on-demand printing allows us to take an image, um, a variable with any size, any design, and print them one at a time on-demand. Great, and this is the first of its kind at the Sourcing Magic. You've never had this set up here at Sourcing Magic, correct? This is the first of its kind um, and evolving by the day to become more and more efficient to the point that the entire operation could be run with five individuals. Wow, and, you, and actually you said to me earlier that this, uh, you have this set up at your factory in Georgia as well? We've built this out in Georgia as, a, as an open door facility that any, um, a, anyone interested in engaging in the micro factory, kick the tires, bring in any production, try to understand the opportunity to possibly um, have a micro factory of your own, a brand or a factory or, a, um, or any individual can, um, can build their own apparel on demand in a, in, in a, in a reasonable setup. Typical setup that we're looking at here is our entry level setup at our facility in Georgia. We have much larger um, capacity on the printing equipment and we have multiple units for, this, um, for the fixation and the, and, the, um, the, and the cutting and sewing operations. But this this presentation right here is worth about a half million dollars. Leads me to my next question, Patrick. How much would be the minimum capital investment if someone wanted to do something like this? Exactly. About, it's about a half million dollars entry level. That gives you about 5,000 units a week. And that's scalable almost on an incremental basis up to as many as 100,000 units a week. And is it more, uh, is it better for certain types of garments than others or does it not matter? The print system can print um, different types of fabrics um, based on the ink sets that are used. So we would have a different line for um, polyester sublimations and a different fixation unit compared to say the pigments for cottons and nylons and, and the other items. The transfer for polyester and then pigment direct for um, for the um, other uh, materials. will allow us with this system to print on any fabric, any oh, assortment oh, any fabric. of fabric. Okay, great. okay good. And, you, and you're able to, you'd be able to, if a customer, your company would be able to adapt the, the, the micro factory to the particular needs of particular clients? Exactly. We've um, we've got some of them built out for decor pillows, um, some of them built out for um, leggings, some of them built out for t-shirts. It, uh, it varies. And and, and the, the, the front end configurations, even down to the cutting, are, um, are pretty universal but where the variable comes in is in the finishing and the sewing you need different types of equipment the way we're doing it with sewing is, is, is the concept of automated sewing is really uh, to allow you to do this with as net least individuals as possible and have a full assembly line is um, is automated sewing using robotic and and other types of um, automated complements to the actual sewer so the sewing system can can allow us to with 
25 individuals do the work of 250 wow. offshore sowers. Wow, very and, cool. And, and that, that, uh, all those jobs have left America. And, and so any one of them we bring back with this concept would be incremental job growth. So the robots aren't taking over the jobs. Okay. <laughs> and actually, so has any company adopted this yet? or We've put in, uh, we've put in 100 systems from Central America to North oh, America. Yeah, yeah, okay. But into different factories with um, different print capability right. and complements to their process. But the concept of putting them all into one line and making it a standardized micro factory that can be repeated in, uh, in different locations right. throughout the country. For instance, an Amazon can have 1,600 distribution centers. In 100 of them, they might have the ability to do on-demand production. Oh, I see. Okay. And not just for variable design, but uh, just supplementing inventories okay. and keeping better controls. This is a concept is is really just landing in 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 our market but for many years, three to five years, it's already been implemented in Europe. Some okay. of the most successful brands in the world, from HMM to Zara to Topshop, have adopted this for years. Oh, really? Okay. And, and today at this show, we have um, interest from a, 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 a huge variety of, the, of brands, big okay. name brands, okay. that are going to implement this type of power, program. So the idea is that this micro factory, this base micro factory, can be standardized, which is what we're doing. In Georgia and can be repeated in multiple locations. So if a company was to engage with us in our in our facility, experiment and run their production, that they could actually justify and build their own. And our dream is to, to, is, to is multiple factories that all work in unison. So I mean, to that end, I mean, I was thinking of the licensing market when they have these, you know, certain games where they have to print things, uh, depending yeah. on the winner of the game. This whole system could be set up where they instantly Absolutely. turn it on and boom, they're ready to go, no matter who won the game at the last second, whether it was the National Football Championship exactly. or college or anything, right? Regionalized promotions right. on the Super Bowl event, a variety of different uh, angles that could take. The restrictions and the limitations of, of um, the um, conventional method and minimums that were required limited our ability to do that. We've noticed with other markets that have adopted the digital technology that they've implemented these programs, signage, for instance, very variable data, specialized printing long ago. It's inevitably going to happen with the apparel industry as well, with the capability right. of digital introduced. Okay, and this, and this, and this micro factory, something that's produced on it would be deemed made in America, correct? Made in America, absolutely. Uh, that's the concept, is bringing this production and the materials that are associated with it back onto our soil and bringing these jobs. 98% of all the apparel used in America is, is um, manufactured offshore. 30 years ago, when I started my career, there were as many as 600 factories in Georgia where I'm right, from alone. Right, right, wow. and, and, and these are gone, and we have the ability to bring them back. And the, and the advantage is, is by doing on-demand, the customer, the vendor, the brand is, is saving well, as much as 60% of the cost of, of your and my shirt is associated with carrying inventory right. from offshore. And, and the worst is closeout. As you say, minimize clearance activity, right? Exactly, right. and that's how we can that's how we can build a better mousetrap. That's how we can compete against the offshore. So more margin production. for everybody as well. More exactly. proper margin for everybody. You only produce after you get the order. You're right. almost paid in advance. The traditional method that uh, has been offshore purchased is literally as much as eight months in advance. Right. You're financing what you hope will sell. And and this 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 is a quantum shift about how we can. 
um, bring a, a, the goods to market, but also what we can do with it, because the digital capability allows every last image to be variable. Um, you can have a selection of hundreds of thousands of, uh, of designs, and, and, and you can have your own variable um, sizing. The future, and it's not so far in the future, is that um, you can go into a, into a location, get a, a scan, maybe a storefront, right. and have your own personal scan. And every time you order something, it comes with your sizing. Your dimension, so you're yeah. getting the right fit every time exactly. you don't have the right return or anything like that as well. And every image that runs through this process can be a different size, and each step is actually reading the sizing file and adjusting accordingly. The cutting and the sewing can actually make a millimeter smaller for one person than the next person with a different design and it's the, the idea of running 10,000 of each and seeing what sells is, is gone. And but let's talk about the line of how many different partners are involved, how long it takes from step one down to the step, I guess step five maybe, or four, yeah, exactly. how long it takes and who's involved here? Well the first station is, is a design station and that's where the garment is now designed in 3D imagery with an avatar and that you could have your own personal avatar as I mentioned earlier. That avatar gives us a three-dimensional view of what the end the consumer and it can be actually viewed on the uh, on the internet in a portal of purchasing portal and that uh, that entire infrastructure of software all the way down to the to the to the web front to the storefront is um, is is provided by a company called EFI. EFI, okay. EFI is a billion dollar company. Six hundred million of it is in the software, and five hundred million. Uh, the remainder is in is in the um, hardware. Okay. It's a good marriage. So they they, they marry the um, software with the output, and that allows us to print the um, the, the fabric. And, with variable data that's supplied directly from, from from the digital front design end. And then you take that roll of fabric that has a, 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 a variety of prints on it, all varying sizes, all in units, instead of the traditional way, which was to build 10,000 yards of fabric and cut it up in pieces and sew it together. Limiting the design, limiting the, the variable data um, that you can do, you can only pick three designs, four sizes, and be done with it. We can pick hundreds of thousands, millions, and unlimited design capability. So way more options. Actually. Way more options. Okay. And so then it gets cut, and then it gets uh, uh, in a zoom cutter which is an automatic cutting operation, and then it goes into the, the real trick, which is on some level of automated sewing. That's where all the labor is. This is right here, the last exactly. And that's where all the labor was in the past. If you had to cut, if you had to hand cut out every piece that comes off of the, 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 the garment, goes into the garment, and then um, hand sew every piece that goes in there, you got a real problem. It's gonna add a lot to the cost, yeah, the cost, the unit exactly. cost as well, right? And you need some real cheap labor and some right. offshore site to do it. Right. And uh, and also the the printing process is a is a super sustainable um, uh, uh, claim um, or or factor in the sense that uh, one of the nastiest polluters in the entire world is the uh, the textile industry. Okay. And the traditional method, which still 95 percent of of uh, all decorated textiles are still done in the conventional method, digital is just emerging into this. That method. Tra- 
conventional method uses a ton of water right. and, 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 and nasty effluence that goes right. into the systems. The digital process is clean, sustainable, and, uh, and, and there's, there's zero pollution involved in this process. In fact, it could be put into an office, a big office. It, 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 could, uh, it, it can um, run with, um, with zero environmental impact. And how much, so how long, say, this is one, two, three, four steps from step one to step four, how long the process do you get the finished garment? You could design a shirt um, and, uh, and hit click and be uh, finished sewing in as many as four minutes. Four minutes, wow. Yeah, and, it, and it's an assembly line, so once you turn it on, it just keeps going until you turn it off. And, uh, and, uh, and it's manned by uh, a couple automatic sewing operations, so the sewers are handling automatic machines. They don't need 30 years of experience right. to do it. I could do it. You could do oh, it. I see. So it's, uh, it's easily, that. much easier to be trained. Yeah, okay. semi-automated. You okay. don't need that skilled labor. We lost two generations of, of sewing labor in the United States. It right. was down in my neck of the woods, which is Alabama, Mississippi, right. Georgia. The, 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 the industry was, was one of the cornerstones of the economy down there. That is literally lost. The, the talent, the understanding. But to get, In those days, you, you needed 10 years of experience to be a good sewer. And, and today, it's not going to be necessary. We can, but you know, the, the, the shoe industry is another example of exactly right. what we're doing, is that they're um, doing those on-demand and right. in, 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 in small factories, and, the, and you can do variable design on your shoes now. It's it's the same parallel activity we're, we're bringing to the apparel industry. It's very exciting. So there's new really hope for Made in America in, 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 in the whole southeast of the U.S., but the whole entire Absolutely. U.S. Absolutely. I, I, I have a, a passion for it, um, and I see it happening. Uh, and again, it's already happened in Europe. Massive quantities of, of textile production have come back from Turkey and India, back into the UK and Germany, and, and they're putting many of these machines in and doing um, shorter, quicker turnarounds with better design capabilities. It's very exciting. Very good. And that, one last thing. So uh, this particular microfactory, any major brand that has a website or whatever could set up their own customized product at one of the facilities where you could get a customized soccer exactly. kit or whatever, or football yeah. jersey, whatever, and, and have to set up the order right through the website. And yeah, from uh, from design to, to, to storefront to um, to finished garment to, to systems that actually can um, can get it out the door and, and send it directly to the customer. All from um, one consolidated factory. And uh, the companies, again, are uh, EFI and uh, Cleaverick is uh, one of the fixation units for tr transfer. Zoomed is a cutting company, very important equation to the labor. And, uh, and uh, Henderson Sewing is a very um, uh, third generation sewing company that has been championing the whole automation process as an answer to, to the um, to the shift in that industry. Um, uh, my company again is Next Wave. We've got a website, nextwavems.com, that has uh, has a really unique um, uh, presentation of this microfactory, and it's going to be updated after Magic with what we did here. But comes from the August Magic. Um, it's a it's a video story that uh, tells story of the microfactory. Oh, you can see it for yourself. Oh, very good. I, we've been speaking with Mr. Patrick Clark, president of Next Wave in Buford, Georgia, here at Sourcing and Magic in Las Vegas. This is Bob McGee inside the lab at Formula 4 Media.